0: What's up, Spurs fans? Thanks for coming in for another episode of SSPN. We have a game recap today. It's April twelfth, twenty twenty one, and the Spurs just smacked the Magic's third stringers. So I mean, they they did what they were supposed to do. Um, considering this was a back to back, this was kind of a blessing for the Spurs. And I think it's even more of a blessing when you consider the fact that you're two games below five hundred. <laughs> And these two games, I mean, a hard-fought, hard, hard hard-fought game against the Mavericks um, last night. And then tonight, you kind of get a little bit of a break with with the Magic, who have... They're definitely a a bottom-tier team now after the trade deadline. They they have a lot of nice young pieces, but Mm -hmm. they're, you know, full into that rebuilding mode. Um, And then on top of that, some of the pieces that they got back, like Otto Porter Jr., Um, and some other people were out tonight as well. So this was definitely, um, a little bit of a blessing for the Spurs whenever it comes to a back to back, because another thing that I didn't even consider is they actually lost an hour because they flew from Dallas to Orlando Mm -hmm. on the next day. So like all of the travel stuff and all that wouldn't be going in the Spurs favor, um, but <laughs> yeah, this game definitely went in their favor, 120 to 97, a victory. Ethan,
1: yeah, dude, I think you you nailed everything right on the head. Um, this game was a blessing for the Spurs. Naturally, we're going against a bunch of guys that weren't really playing that much at the beginning of the season when the Magic traded Vucevic, Fournier, Markel Fultz went down, and they traded Aaron Gordon, which is like their four best players all gone. Yep. Um, uh, <laughs> but I mean. Give the Spurs credit where credit's due. They were really good from the defensive side tonight. The rotations were a lot better than we have seen previously. And something that I was surprised to see, their long ball was falling, primarily from the bench guys. They were really hitting their shots, including, I know we we, we always rag on Patty Mills and Rudy Gay, but they played some pretty good basketball tonight. Rudy had 12 points, six rebounds. He was a plus 23 tonight patty mills plus 27 only had six points but he hit both of his threes just an all-around exceptional game from the bench and the starting units just uh yeah just a lot improved overall
0: yeah so i i get i agree with you on everything you're saying with rudy and patty i'm just not convinced yet like just because you play well against the magic's third stringers oh, yeah, yeah. And it, like it doesn't it doesn't really, like, I I was happy to see what they did, and I'm not, like, trying to, like, crap on what you said or anything are no, no, either. Good. I'm, just, I'm just saying I am still skeptical. One game, once again, one game against the Magic's third stringers, you know, is not going to convince me that they're going to be ready to do this um, against other teams. Granted, maybe they just got back in their rhythm because we did see them hit shots like this against top-tier teams at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. But you can also argue, you know, when we beat the Clippers and the Lakers, it is the beginning of the season. And so everybody's still kind of trying to get into rhythm at that point. And you know, that on switch really hadn't been flipped yet where after the all-star break, it has been, but the Spurs are back to 500 and I do have some game notes from this game that I had. I just kind of stopped taking them. Yeah. Like, same the after the Second quarter, because it was just like, okay, yeah, they, they kind of got into rhythm and this is how the rest of this game is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, But at the beginning of the game, when when Lonnie got hot off the bench and hit those two straight threes to start, Keldon was yelling like mid shot, like even before even before the shot went in, like when he shot it, he was just like, "Oh yeah," Mm -hmm. and it would just go in. And so I just wanted to mention that I've I've mentioned before on this, you know, a couple times on you know, how much I love Keldon's energy and for him to just be yelling like mid shot when Lonnie before the ball was even going in and they both were were swishes. So it worked out for him. But but that was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that Lonnie played tonight, even though he did cool off after that hot start, he still had an and one later. um, He's really playing well after the injury. And one of the big things that's kind of been going on in like Spurs headlines and press conferences right now is that. Pop is mentioning how, you know, in the past, like the Spurs have always rested guys before it got popular, like the Mm -hmm. Spurs were doing it. They're not really able to do that this year because of the playoff push, right? So Lonnie, even though he was hurt, got a lot of rest. So you can definitely tell that he's fresh um, out there playing. And another interesting note about this game, and I wonder if this had to actually do with rest, Devin Vassell didn't play until about five minutes left in the second quarter, Um, so the way that I wrote it down in my notes was once again, these Rudy Patty lineups, I'm pretty sure the lineup was, it was either Eubanks or Pirtle. I I can't remember, but one of them two, Patty, Rudy, DeMar and DeJounte, or actually, I think it was like Keldon and DeJounte, not even DeMar. And I was just like, once again, man, like why, why isn't Devin Vassell in like, and he ended up playing, like he caught a lob tonight Mm -hmm. late in the game. He caught a lob that was pretty nice. So. I didn't realize he had like those ups, like even though like I knew he was a super athletic player, but to see him catch that was nice. Um, Another funny note that I had uh, was DeJounte clapped one time when Michael Carter Williams was shooting a free throw, Mm -hmm. like right as he shot it, he clapped and then he missed. (laughs) And so that was pretty funny. Um, I felt another thing I wrote, I felt like I could hear Keldon even when he was on the bench, like on the other side of the floor, I would just hear him like yelling during the game. Um, and then Derek finally got a charge call. It felt like, I feel like so many times, like at least over this past, like month of watching Derek has like done a great job of like setting charges and they just haven't been called. Like it was similar to how he played in the bubble. Um, but tonight he finally got one. Mm -hmm. So that, that was really the last thing I had written down. Didn't, Need to go on a super long rant there. Oh, but yeah, those good. are those were those were my thoughts.
1: That's what these recaps are for, Jude. For you to go on rants. <laughs>
0: hey, I don't want to take the shine away from you,
1: though. I just thing. illuminate, Jude. You can't take any of the shine away from me. <laughs> the side of the camera is, you know, yeah. yeah. But uh, you covered pretty much everything I was going to say. Um, the only thing I would say on top of that, the energy you mentioned it with Keldon. Everybody seemed like they were just, you know, exuding. Like, this urge to just dominate a game, and they did. Um, Everyone seemed to be happy with how they were playing it. Like, Rudy Gay and DeMar's body language seems to have flipped, especially after DeMar hit that game winner. He looks like he's having fun again. The frustration's not really there. And part of that could be, I don't know if you noticed this, Jude, but the refereeing was really on our side tonight. Um,
0: really? I didn't, I mean, look, dude, everything was on our side. I guess I wasn't paying. There was, there were a couple, I feel like there were a couple calls in this game where I remember just being like ref, but yeah, I mean, I, maybe, maybe I, I, I honestly didn't pay attention to it probably as much as you did. So, Maybe that, that does help when it comes to guys' morale. And I'm glad that you mentioned the um Tamar Rudy body language thing because I that was something that I didn't write down, but I, I was also thinking about that in the game. I was like, oh me and Ethan have been talking about this. Mm-hmm. And this is this is something that was a lot better tonight. Um of course a lot of things are fixed and everything seems really great when you're playing the magic, the magic third stringers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> our offense was moving with fluidity. There was really at the beginning I was a little bit nervous. Because they got up ahead with nine three, and their defense was really stifling Demar like at the very beginning of the first quarter, and I was like, "Oh god, we're gonna give up a win to the Orlando Magic." Really, to the Magic's third string. Yeah, is. I was like, "Are yeah. you serious?" And then all of a sudden, we just flipped a <laughs> switch, thought, and they didn't score for like seven minutes, and we were just going off, and everybody was contributing. You mentioned before we started recording that no one, not one Spur player, had more than twenty points. And yet we still won by twenty three points. What what were you saying about that? Like the
0: first time. So that was the third time this season. Uh It could be more, but I know for a fact I am. Maybe I. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I actually I'm not wrong. Like (laughs) I haven't looked up the stats, but I just know this. I know this for a fact. I will bet a lot of money on this. Um, Yeah, this is the third time this year that the Spurs have beat a team by 20 plus points and their leading scorer has scored less than 20 points. I don't remember the like exact games that they were, but I remember that Rudy was the leading scorer in one game and he had 18. And then in another game that happened, um, DeMar had, I think the same amount like 19 or maybe it was Deshante, somebody regardless, Mm -hmm. the leading scorer had less than 20 and we won by 20 plus. So, that's a good sign. Um, and another thing I want to mention, I know I've just been kind of harping on how before. it's the Magic's third stringers, but at the same time, we did kind of get cooked by Darius Garland and the Cavs a couple weeks ago. So, you know, like I said, I've been like, yeah, they did what they were supposed to do. I'm not that impressed. But at the same time, this is still a good thing because, you know, you're the way that they played tonight was how they were supposed to play mm-hmm. against that Cavs team. Yeah. And the Cavs team, that game, played how we play tonight against us. So it's still something to be commended. And and it is a good sign moving forward, Um, you know, that they took care of business and didn't let, you know, this magic's team beat the crap out of them. Like the Cavs did mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. So
1: it was cool. This is like one of the first times the Spurs haven't let the other team even come back, even like a little bit, like it never got close again. After we took that commanding lead, we just kept our foot on their throats. And that was a good sign. As far as like team culture and what we're looking forward to doing in the future, hopefully against some better teams. We have the Raptors next, Probably also mm. not a tremendous opponent, but Gary Trent Jr. has been balling oh, recently. Right, so there. Have
0: freaking Gary Trent.
1: It would be the Spurs' luck where he would go out and drop. <sighs> no, he's 50- gonna,
0: he's not, he's gonna be like the thing is he's going to be doing this consistently like Gary Trent's like that. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to be the focal point of the offense. That's I was looking at that and I was like, Oh, this is, this is a good, I was like, you know what? I know we have the second hardest schedule left, but you know, this is a little decent run here. Like these are, yeah. these aren't too bad of games in this next upcoming schedule. But then you just reminded me that Gary Trent got traded to the Raptors and he's going to give us 45 uh, on Wednesday.
1: So. Very well. might. uh, but the defensive goal needs to be and they're stopped. They beat us by twenty. Yeah, they need to stop everybody else <laughs> except for Gary Trent Jr. because he's not gonna. Yeah. He's gonna be really hard to stop. Uh, but you saying that... you gotta
0: that, put Dejounte on him, yeah, or at least Derek. One of them too. They're good. You, know you know
1: what's funny? Dejounte's a tremendous defender, but sometimes when he goes against superstars, he gets cooked. And not to say that Gary Trent is a superstar, but we've seen what Luca does when he sees Dejounte's face, and Jamal Murray mm-hmm. occasionally like it, it can get a little bit scary. It's,
0: It's weird because like, Dejounte will win like crucial possessions against stars, Mm -hmm. but they'll still have like you know thirty six at the end of the game. Yeah, I don't understand. (laughs) But then then he'll also like slow down people like Harden. We saw that numerous Mm -hmm. times. And Luca was frustrated there at the beginning of the game. Yeah, like those dudes are going to get their points regardless. But yeah, if you can if you can keep Gary Trent under forty, that'd be nice. It would be nice.
1: It would be nice.
0: (laughs) No pressure. Well. Uh, any, any other? Or go ahead.
1: Sorry. I just wanted to say, lastly, big shout out to my boy Drew Eubanks.
0: Oh yes, he, he played, played a great game,
1: phenomenally, just all out energy. Ten points, ten boards, a double double for the goat. Uh, huge slam dunk <laughs> the in there. He got. I think the assist was from DJ uh, underneath. He slammed it home. I just, I just love watching Drew Eubanks play. He runs the floor every single time, and that's exactly what we need coming off the bench.
0: Yeah, he played really tough. When I was when I was watching him tonight, I, I know, once again, all of this, Magic's third stringers. But Drew, like, I was watching this, and I was like, why do we even have Gorgie Jang? Like, look, if we had Gorgie Jang, and, like, we're just, like, I don't get why we're playing him is my main thing. Like, I know he can shoot threes, but, like, first of all, Drew Eubanks actually has a decent shot. Like, he's hit a three in the corner this year. He hasn't taken many. I think that's the he's only one. He's taken. one for one yes exactly but the thing is like he, they do practice with him shooting from out there it's yeah. not like he's you know like just a brick he's not Gorgie Jang but you know he I think that he has more of a paint presence I think he's more athletic I think he's less injury prone and I think he plays um just tougher I guess is, mm-hmm. I mean I, I don't know I haven't seen enough of Gorgie Jang to really know that but I think that Eubanks is just his chemistry's there and I think he kind of fits like running the floor more like just being younger Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so yeah another final note for me because I was actually going to ask you (laughs) before you said that I was like any final thoughts Yeah, yeah um but I thought Derek played a great game tonight I thought that this was the best game that I'd seen from Derek in a while if he can kind of get in this rhythm um that he was in tonight just scoring wise he was he was much more efficient. Looked like it wasn't too much of a struggle. I know, still one for five from three, but I just I don't know. You can tell with Derek, even though he's been struggling shooting recently, it's not like his shots gone. I think that they're, eventually they're gonna start falling. Like he's got a great stroke. I don't know. You can call me wrong, but I think once it comes to crunch time, he those those threes are gonna start start falling, and he's gonna take over games. Um, but seven for fourteen overall tonight had some good steals, took a charge, and, and had 15 on 7 of 14 shooting. So um, hopefully Derek can continue to do that. And now I'm looking at the stat sheet again. Keldon, only four points, but you know what he did have? 11 boards. 11 rebounds and five assists. So even when Keldon struggled shooting tonight, he found ways to contribute in other ways. Um, and, and that's what we love to see. So next up, let's see if my if my ESPN app will load. Okay. The Spurs have the Raptors. I know we already mentioned that a little bit. And then they have the trailblazers on Friday, just to kind of preview that. And it's a back-to-back between the trailblazers and the Suns Friday, Saturday. So those will be fun games Mm -hmm. um, or intriguing games to watch, you know, against some of the West's tougher teams. Um, But that's a, that's a tough back-to-back for the Spurs. Um, Luckily for one of those, they'll be at home. So
1: Yeah, and uh, fingers crossed for that Trailblazers game because this could really be, I mean, if everything goes right from this point forward, this could be a preview of our first-round playoff matchup.
0: Where are the Trailblazers at?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, the Suns, the Suns, not the Blazers, okay. the Suns.
0: Okay, 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 okay. I was, the I suns, was like, yeah. I don't know about that. Not even. the Blazers. <laughs> we are not okay, going to play the Blazers. Yes, the the Suns, time. the Suns, yeah. And that's a crazy thing, and I know we should, we'll we probably save a little bit of this for the, the podcast, Friday yeah. pod, but the play-in tournament is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Like, the the closer it gets, the more I, like, I'm realizing that you can be like, you know, you, you can get the seven seed, you can jump up to that, or you can be a 10 seed and make the playoffs. So, I mean, you can even be the seven seed going into the playoff and lose, yep. like, and not, not go, which is very intriguing. Um, and a last final note for me, I've been wearing my Louisiana hat these last videos, just because it's the hat I usually wear. Finally, remember to wear my Spurs hat for these. That's what I need to do every time. So those are, those are my last thoughts on this one. Anything else from you, Ethan?
1: Just go Spurs go, Jude.
0: Go Spurs, go. Thank you all so much for watching. This has been SSPN, April 12th, 2021, Spurs vs. Magic Recap. Keep tuned in. You can follow us on Twitter, at Ethan Quintero, at Jude McLaren, or actually Ethan underscore Quintero. There you go. And then mine is just at Jude McLaren, J-U-D-E-M-C-C-L-A-R-E-N. And that's really all I have to say on this one. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll catch you all in the next one.